I'd guess. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all... Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the acronym. You want to listen to our show? We're Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Michael. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube if you're available. Yeah. What we would do is that we today we're going to watch a full-length movie that's available on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You're going to listen to our podcast, and you're going to watch the movie. And you're going to subscribe to our podcast with this ridiculous acronym that we always say up front, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And you can also stream us first. We are delighted to be uh, streaming first on mutinyradio.fm, Carl. Mutiny Why Radio. not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm. <laughs> streaming live the station yeah listen i got a shout out to pam benjamin bam benjamin thank pam you benjamin for doing this free time every time every thursday she downloads my uh, downloads our next episode wow. i'm so grateful just for the platform and i'm so grateful you're showing how the sausage is being made on our show that's a little <laughs> precedent uh yeah we are uh recording well this is almost our, our full year of uh quarantine shows yeah it's kind of yeah. sucks but we do have a special show in March that we're very excited to uh, premiere. You know what I'm talking about, right, Carl? Well, we should replay uh, oh, my that's visit. A surprise, to... yeah. <laughs> oh, I wasn't supposed to. It's a surprise. No, right. Why should we, we surprise? Let people know what's coming. I went out and visited you in San Francisco. I had no idea that a pandemic was going. I mean, sure, no we idea. Up the news, but I didn't know it was going to lock us down. This is unprecedented. Never in life. Have I had something like this, you know? Right. I mean, yeah, in the yeah, 1800s, yeah. Uh, when was it? 1880s, 
20... well, it was it was uh, 1918, I think, was the last uh-huh. time. Oh, and then Hands Across America. That was, uh, but that only lasted a day. Uh, when it comes to pandemics, so we've been recording. Uh, we usually just do it live from the station. Uh, right. And, uh, our beloved station manager, Jam Benjamin, uh, it plays it. We do record early. Uh, I do apologize for. Uh, I do apologize. Black History Month is February, and uh, I, I could have picked better films. But we don't. Well, we... I just want to say, I just want to finish that I came out to San Francisco and we yes. did the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It was the fifth annual. The fifth annual. Right. So and we're going to replay time. an episode that didn't have, didn't, it didn't run in our time slot, right? Right. That's correct. It was a special, uh, like, Thursday night show, and we had about six or seven comedians who were there across from all around the country. Uh, to perform at the at the uh, Muni Radio Comedy Festival, and they were able to riff. We got a collection of films about San Francisco, yeah, and uh, we just kind of riffed on it, and it was really a lot of fun. It was exciting, and it was definitely like the first week of like March where everyone was aware of the coronavirus by this point. Right, right, and and lockdown had not happened, but not but it ha- was just about to, and I flew home to be locked down. Um, crazy story yeah 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 all right well we would like to hear your stories no we don't but you can write us a letter and not mail it to us or send us an email but never hit send uh carl what is the movie today today we are going to watch rin tin tin clash of the wolves 1925 the movie's called clash of the wolves but you'll put into your search engine rin tin tin clash of the wolves and we like the channel yes rin tin tin and we like the channel David Wordley. Okay, David Wordley, it's a channel. We are watching his beloved post. Uh, he posted this a year ago. Right. It says Rin Tin Tin, the clash, no, Rin Tin Tin, Clash of the Wolves. Uh, this is at 18, 1280p. You get the idea, but go ahead and yeah. type in Clash of the Wolves and Rin Tin Tin. This is, by the way, uh, I mentioned that uh, this is Black History Month, but uh, we wanted to, to uh, acknowledge that every year uh, movies fall into the public domain, and they stopped doing that for like 20 years. And last year, they were able to start releasing books and music and movies. And we watched a bunch of public domain movies uh, last year. Peter Pan from the 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I like the Peter Pan. Was, and, but this year, we we picked a couple films uh, that have been released in the public domain. Clash of the Wolves, starring Rin Tin Tin. Yes. The 1925 movie has officially gone in the public domain. Oh, we can listen to the audio. I don't really care anymore. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, and then we're going to watch another uh, public domain movie uh, at the, next week as well. So very exciting stuff, right? Right. I'm excited. So shall we do our yes. celebrity yes. Yes. comedian countdown? Speaking of exciting. We've been kicking off the show in style. Carl has traveled around the world to find the best talent available to in do our countdown in New Jersey. And oh, but you know what? I said this about last week's guest, but this week's guest is probably the funniest comedian yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know who it is, but damn. it's got to be the funniest. <laughs> Here, Carl, take it away. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Celebrity Comedian Countdown with today's guest, Brandon Wonderlick. Brandon. Hi, Carl. Thank you for having me. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we are friends. And the thing is, that seems to be like you're very involved in the, the local New Jersey comedian community. You seem to be everybody's friend. Well, it's I'm either their friend or their vicious enemy, but it can only there's no in between. Right, there's no in between, but it does flip. It does oscillate, right? People uh, who correct. <laughs> I have I have flipped people before from one end <laughs> to the other and back and forth. And back and forth. That's what's impressive. Now look, <laughs> I think you have a great name for comedy, Brandon Wonderlick. I think it's memorable. Yeah, well, it's it's prime for ridicule, so it's good for comedy. <laughs> it's it's not a stage name; it is an honest name. Now, lots of your comedy stems from like your experiences and challenges with autism. It's weird. Like, I didn't really know I had it. I just like thousands of people telling me, like, "Hey, you're talking <laughs> to me too close," and like. <laughs> And like, uh, you know, hey, you're, you have like trouble controlling your volume. Maybe shut the fuck up. You know, it's, eventually you have to accept that you're just, you know, a little retarded. Well, it turns into some great comedic material and lots of it is relatable. So I don't know. I might have a touch myself. According to Yusuf, it's contagious. It's contagious, right. You can absolutely catch it according to Yusuf. Your social media out there, Twitter, Instagram, Zoom, and everything, it's B Wonder Z. B W U N D E R Z. And this is how people can find you online. Correct. Yeah. Okay. We've got a great movie today. Let's let everybody at home start the film at the exact same second as us. Why don't you count us down? Sure. What's the what's the movie, by the way? Today we're watching Clash of the Wolves by Rin Tin Tin, and you are going to be the one to get everyone at home synced up with us. So let's do the countdown. Three, two, one, go. I buffered for a second. All right. By the way, that was a great comic introduction. I Wasn't remember. it? This movie is so old, it's a Warner Brother movie. Yes. Before his other brother got in the act. Carl, the Warner Rin brother. Tin? Who's Rin Tin Tin? Rin Tin Tin was actually a dog that was discovered during World War One on the battlefield uh, and rescued, yeah, by a soldier American named Lee Duncan. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Bo uh, September 1918, died in 1932. What? 27 Hollywood films. He was what? rescued from World War I battlefield uh, by Lee Duncan, who named, who nicknamed him Rinty. 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 And, yeah, he trained Rin Tin Tin. Uh, him, like they were in the, the, the dugout in World War One or whatever the fuck it was called. Right, and exactly. The and there was a German shepherd howling hurt. Um, wow. Now look at this. You see this? You think it's San Francisco, but it's not. This is the High Sierra. Um, oh. Right. This is this is the High Sierra Mountains, and it's basically a forest fire. See, Rin Tin Tin is half wolf, half man. What am I saying? I actually, I'm <laughs> sorry. Half man. There you go. <laughs> a half brief wolf combining the seven strengths of the wild and half the dog. Yeah, of the strength of a wild man and the intelligence <laughs> of his dog industry. Now, it's ironic that I said man, because you'll see throughout this film, he's a man. He's a man. He's a man. He's got a cerebral cortex. You'll see. The this Rangers is... have given him the Spanish name for wolf. Lobo. Uh, Lobo. El Lobo. That was Sheriff Wolf. Ooh, this is his, his hot wife. 
and the yeah, kids. Yeah. Lobo's mate with the mother instinct of the wild guarding her wolf puppies against the oncoming flame. Yep, that's the net. Wait, they're giving a title card to the dogs? Whoa! Run, 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 Rinsen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't get mushed by the fire. I would like to say this is all CGI, but obviously it is not. No, no. Uh, no. As you know, the dog will die at the end because you've looked it up on the website. Um, so, High Sierra, it's it's a it's a place in California. Um, let's see here. We're not Eastern California, the Sierra Nevada mountain range, uh, the primary area. Uh, it's Long Sierra Crest from Lake Tahoe to okay, Golden no Trout Tahoe. Wilderness. Huh, so does it border Nevada by any chance? Yes, it absolutely does. And no, I know that because I'm a kid from East California. You I'm are a kid. kid from Montclair, New Jersey. No, I'm a kid from from East California. Uh-huh. So it's south of Sequoia National Park. But they're going to come down from the Sierra Mountains because they're burning. They're searching for food. And here they are now in, in uh, Chatsworth, California. This will later be renamed Joshua Tree. You know, the Joshua Tree <clears throat> National yeah. Park. Was that a Joshua Tree we just saw? Yes. And it's uh. really sort of like a cactus, a Joshua Tree, in that it you has... Yeah. These prongs, these these prickles, these 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 thorns. Back scratchers. Yeah, back scratchers. And he's gonna get his paw scratched. You'll see. Hey, you know what, Carl? Whatever you do when you fall, when you parachute, do not land on one of those. <laughs> Ouch your balls. <laughs> Ouch my balls. That was like <laughs> uh, that great movie. Everyone hates Idiocracy. that movie but me. Idiocracy. Yeah. It's a yeah. Yeah. Idiocracy. <laughs> I was watching out my balls. Okay, so Joshua tree is a yucca plant. Now, have you ever had yucca root? Uh, it's 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 a it's a Mexican. Is it Mexican? I think so. It's it's sort of like a potato, uh, and it's good. Um, yeah. Joshua tree is a yucca, which grows as a tree and has clusters of spiky leaves native to arid re arid regions of the southwestern North America, and it it did you know it's of course joshua tree was the u2 album listen that prospector steve he's gonna be so disappointed when she shows up <laughs> okay so this is is uh may and may is our love interest okay and the is guy alky bill yes that's right he's not an alky um he's um uh, ac how do you say it uh redneck no what's the other one i'm running out of derogatory terms <laughs> is <clears throat> oh bumpkin yokel no it's um German. unfortunately Irish. believe it or not yeah. i didn't write it down ow well we'll call him alky we'll call him alky he's basically may's father's uh helper and he is a horrible comedic actor not funny at all we're gonna find out right now Carl, this movie came out in 1925, <laughs> so it's only 96 years old. Sometimes comedy, you know, changes. Well, no, this guy, look, look, he pulls out a gun. I'm pretending to be scared. I, it's not believable. <laughs> it's not believable. 
Now look what this stupid monkey does. To get Dave's attention, who's inside, he shoots a gun. Whoa. Oh, that's a lot normal. <laughs> stupid. Jesus Didn't work, Christ. so he's going to shoot again. Dave, he missed Dave. Like, he wants to knock Dave's dinner off the table so they can yep. place the birthday cake down. How about ringing the doorbell? Duh. Don't ring doorbells in 1925. It's the roaring 20s. You shoot first. I cannot believe I didn't write down Alki's name. It was some sort of copy-paste oh, error. Yeah, they mentioned it on the placard. It's common for the silent movies to have, like, an uh, introductory card describing the, each character and then putting yeah. the actor's name down. I haven't seen it where they name the dog actors, you know, so we would know Nanette plays Lobo's wife. And no, Lobo. it was there. And so was Rin Tin Tin. It was there. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But, I mean, they couldn't – the music's terrible, by the way. Here's the music. All right. Do, 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 do. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm turning it off. It's so horrible. Now, the thing is, these movies are public domain, so that means we can play the sound. Yeah, but who absolutely. wants to? Who wants to? Play some ragtime piano. It's terrible. Well, you know, these movies, like silent movies, they're always shot in a park or in a yucca or in a plane, and it just seems like it was in a backyard or in a neighborhood. And the music kind of feels the same way. It's just like, well, we need something. So, yeah, yeah. plonka, 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 plonka. I would look at the not funny. He ruined Dave's cake. Right? I know, he put his hand on it. He's going to realize it and then put his hand on his face, right? But the thing is, of course he, yeah, see, now it's it's stuck to his, it's just not funny. Uh, once there was a cake dream. introduced, it naturally had to get destroyed, uh, as this is a comedy. Full disclosure, Carl tried out for the role of Alki Bill, and this guy <laughs> got the role. So it's just bitterness, I hear. Still, after all these years, Carl? Okay, well, Alki, his name is Heine Conklin. Uh, he's a German, but he was one of the original Keystone Cops. I recognize that mustache. <laughs> Ooh, I think it's Borax. Yeah, Borax. Let's go to the laundromat and have it wash our clothes. <laughs> Borax. So, oh. <laughs> like, in this movie, they don't discover gold. They discover Borax. Okay. That was more fashion at the time. Look at that. Rinted tin as a binocular. <laughs> oh. Oh. How's the weather? Rough. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, we are having right now a snowstorm, and it's going to last uh, a day and a half. And we're going to have uh, between 11 and 15 inches. It's coming down right now very slow. But it can yes. be slow because it's going to have 30 hours. It has 30 hours to kill. So this is like the prime hot tub weather right now before the snow settles. Hey, I should do that. I should go in the tub. You're right about that. Yeah. It is the prime. Except that it's, it's like 17 degrees out. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so this guy, uh, Heine Conklin, he always uh, put a Kaiser Wilhelm mustache uh, you know, Kaiser Wilhelm, it's before they had, like, uh, it's still the old school uh, parliament in Germany right now. And Kyler Wilhelm had a mustache that was uh, stupid. And he <laughs> also had a heavy eyebrow line. He, oh, you see his mustache right there? It's fake. Yeah. And he it's always fake. would wear that. Any Anything, even he was once in All Quiet on the Western Front as a hospital patient. And he was still wearing that mustache. 
That's so funny. Yeah. He had a small role in two reelers, and one of them starred the Three Stooges. Uh-huh. Um, and he wore that mustache. And his last build movie was Abbott and Costello Meet the Keystone Cops. And, and of course, he wore that mustache. So that's his... Wow, that movie. How? Uh, what movie? What year do you think? Like Abbott Costello meets the Keystone Cops came out in 1961. Well, it was probably the 30s. Yeah, I think it was probably after. Yeah, 30s would even make them old, right? Because they were. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He started his career in the teens, right after World War One. Now, what happened here is the the wolves all came down from the burning mountain. And they just don't have food. So they were basically attacking the humans. And the humans ran away with their borax. They shot one. And the wolves will now eat the wounded wolf. Oh, okay. Because they're freaking animals. And then they dangle their balls like that? Yes. Here is uh, the town. Oh, ooh, you see that placard? Yes. We will have a very not funny scene here in which Alki uh, exaggerates the wolf attacks. Yeah, he's look not, at him. He's, he's yelling not... all over. I'm, I'm going to make him funny for you. Okay. Oh, the, the desert is full of wolves. I, I, I see the thousands of them. Yeah, wolves, big wolves. Yeah, oh boy. I, I was having a banana and I turned around and my banana was gone and I looked behind me and there was a wolf. He ate monkey. my banana. You must be referring to going bananas. Yeah, which great. A million times better than this movie. This is Rin Tin Tin. Yeah. He drank, man. Now, watch. watch okay, we'll get to that in a minute, but watch this unfunny. I'm so scared pretending. With the, look, with the, you know uh, what I mean, buddy? Look, look at that. Uh, it's not funny. It's not funny. What are you talking about? That's classic Rin Tin Tin. Run away from classic the joke. Okay, think, right now, like, if yeah. there was ever a fire, uh, they could throw water on it, but they could also throw dirt on it. And that's, you know, to smother it. And that's what we've, he's jumped into. Uh, the old white face. The old, good old white face. So Rin Tin Tin was in uh, Hollywood Dogs That Drink. Well, he was considered like more of a Bill W. of the drinking mm-hmm. Hollywood Dogs That Drink. Yeah, he was a, actually, he drank a lot. He actually, uh, he declined uh, a trip to San Francisco with Patty Arbuckle. Like Patty Arbuckle had this car uh-huh. the full bar. And he's like, come on, we'll drive up to five and uh We'll spit flies out of our mouths and we'll we'll drink. I got a bunch of bottles and I got a hotel room up in San Francisco. Uh-huh. And Tintin tin passed, and you know he missed uh, all the very, fun. Yeah, well, no, you know <clears throat> he missed a lot, which was good for Tintin's Tin's career. I never understood the origin of Tintin. Tin. I couldn't tell if it was a children's novel or. Like, oh, I see. Well, no, like okay, he. Like I said, he got rescued from World War One, and this guy, Lee Duncan, just, you know, it was just his dog, but he trained him, and he got him work in silent films. He was an immediate box office success. He went on to appear in 27 Hollywood films. I mean, there were many, many more Rin Tin Tins, but this one, this particular one who died in 32, was in 27 Hollywood films, Along with the earlier canine film star Strongheart, Rin Tin Tin was responsible for greatly increasing the popularity 
of German Shepherd dogs as family pets. Huh. Carl, I have another question. What is a claim jumper? Okay, so you can make your claim on something like gold or silver. A claim jumper lets you do the hard work of finding it and then basically does something like kill you. <laughs> oh, they claim they jump you and take your claim. That's right. Now, borax is this white mineral. It's like alkaline alkaline salt deposits, okay? It's used to make glass. It's used to make ceramics. It's used to make antiseptic. And then it's also used for this thing called metallurgical flux. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> but it's it's worth money. If you find a bunch of borax, some factories are going to want to buy that from you. So that's what he's found. And this is present day, or is this like you know during the Civil War? Like, what is was it normal in the twenties to find borax and go back to? Ooh, he winked at me. He winked yeah, at me. Yeah, uh, I I'm not clear on that, Mike, because the town that they're in sure looks like 1880s kind of town. You know what I yeah. mean? But meanwhile. Uh, well, I mean, I don't see any cars, and you would see cars in 1925. I think they're playing a historic, you know, like like it was 30 years earlier, and it was still cowboy days, I guess. Where the where the Lobo runs free. Yeah. Now, he's a ranger. <laughs> Excuse me. And his rank is Tenderfoot. It's not the Boy Scouts' rank, although the Boy Scouts' rank was – made from um from real rangers ranks okay so he's a tenderfoot which means he's one step above first class but below second class so he's out there like patrolling essentially he's got a piece of desert that he is sworn to defend and protect and basically be the law and uh if you find some borax out there it's yours you find some gold, you find some silver. I mean, there was then no then rule does, thing. You couldn't do that. He he doesn't take a cut? The government, Uncle Sam doesn't cut in and say, no. you got to give me 20% of that borax? No. Um, he didn't. No, the government didn't. Uh, they, that was not their concern. They... <laughs> They just wanted a police presence. Uh, the government wasn't thinking about how can we get rich, you know? Right. Oh, man, that was a good stake. Yeah, well, see, what we're seeing here is, damn it, these wolves, they're going to eat all our cattle. Okay. Now, that's May's father. And May's father does not like... Uh, uh, the affections uh, of Tenderfoot. Um, his name's Sam Dave. Barstow. His name is Dave Weston. Um, right. I remember his birthday cake. That's how I remember his name. Right, Dave. Now, look, he's up on the Joshua tree. He could really get hurt by those prickly. Yeah, those man, he's a German shepherd. He's not half wolf. He's not the Lobo, right? No, he's he's not clearly a, he's a German shepherd. Yeah, he would get hurt. They would probably, was there a stunt tin 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 or? No. Oh, man. No, he did all his own stuff. He was a trained dog. You know, when May gave that birthday that cake to Dave and it said Dave on it? Yeah. Dave gave a cake back that said what? <laughs> Dave. What? What? They were shooting guns and he goes, Dave's not here, man. 
what the cake said. <laughs> Look, oh, they're okay. going Whoa. after the cattle, but yeah. Rin Tin Tin is smart enough to know what we have to do is isolate one cow and get him separated from the herd, and then we can eat his ass. Right, we don't need all those cows. Right. A little too ambitious. With the Which cunning is... that already made him famous, Lobo singles out a steer, at one steer at a time for attack. Because he's a human. He's a human. Yeah. No, he's just a smart predator, that's all. Look at Rin Tin Tin. He's going to kill that cow. Now, this is real. You can't, you know, yeah, no, they're know. not actors, you know what I mean? Yeah, we should give a little animal cruelty warning. That this is like a friendly Rin Tin Tin. He will get sing. friendly. He will get domesticated. That's what's going to happen. Now, Doesn't look, May's vegan? like, look, the script says over there, the script says that they're <laughs> right. The go, director's oh. barking at me. He's saying, point that way. Now ride the horse that way. Yeah. Don't worry about look, me barking. The script says, quick, the script says the wolves are down in the canyon. <laughs> oh, let's, okay, come on, guys. boys. Let's follow the script. You think like the director's yelling and he's like, you guys go that way. Sure, your your voice could be heard in the shot. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> you could be heard, right? Yeah. Pew. So they they shot a bullet and, and that freaked him out. But look, Lobo wants to protect the pack from rain, revengeful rangers. So he draws fire upon himself because he's a dude. Because crazy. he has a cerebral cortex. He's a man. I'll draw fire on myself and let the others go free because I have a cerebellum. Come on, man. This is such bullshit. It's amazing that uh, this is this is not kids' entertainment. Like, oh, now the cute dog goes a different direction so people can shoot at him, which they do for the next five minutes. You know what's They've funny? shooting it's... at that dog for like 30 seconds. Yeah, I know. Well, we're going to see a lot of that, a lot, a lot, a lot of that. And like... He's attacking the bad guy, then he attacks the bad guy again, then another scene happens, and then he attacks the bad guy. You'll see. It's terrible. This film is horrible. <laughs> is it FYI. bad? It is. It is bad. Is this your first Rin Tin Tin movie? Yes. Now, was there a TV show? Like, here's Rin Tin You know who ripped yes. off Rin Tin Tin? No. Tin Tin. No. The, the European journalist kid? No. With his dog? Yeah, he said, I, I really, his name was Tintin, yep. Tintin. So just the name ripped off? Listen, they said, well, instead of a dog, we'll make him this, this blonde European kid, and then he'll have a, a dog and a captain. Look and at them. They, there's no way they couldn't capture Rin Tintin. Look at them. <clears throat> They're right on Lobo's ass. They can't shoot can him right the... now. Look, they're surpassing him. Of course, yeah, they are passing. The dog goes the other. This is crazy. They're just shooting whatever. Just chase after the dog, and we'll shoot it. And the thing is, this is real life. There's no, like, they didn't say, "Okay, Rin Tin Tin." In this scene, you know what I mean? He's <laughs> right no now animal. being terrorized. Yeah. Yeah. There's no animal wrangler in the back of the behind the screen going, "Here's your treat. Run this way." Well, I mean, Lee Duncan was with him every step of the way. Okay, look, he fell, Whoa. he hit, yeah, you see? And now he's hurt. And now he's stabbed by one of the needles. I know that wolf. That's the famous Lobo. How in the world would you know that? 
Because it's a dude. She read about it. Because it's a man. It in the newspaper. Look at him. Tom Hanks. So ridiculous. Tom Hanks went, went to town to town reading the newspaper about the exploits of Lobo. <laughs> Mike, later on, they will they will hide Lobo's identity from everyone by putting a fake mustache <laughs> on him. You will see. They will put a fake mustache on him. <laughs> so stupid. Doesn't he come in with a, wearing a, a uh, banded... Uh, wearing like a mask over his eyes and then he, he's like he leaves and he comes back in and they're like you missed it <laughs> okay uh, by the way his one foot is injured there right but yeah. a little bit later on it's going to be the other foot just for a continuity screw up scrape uh, forget this film I'm going to give it a cinema score of F it's totally the, unrealistic it is he's trying to bite out the the needle, and he will not be successful. Why is this entertainment? Well, this will lead to his being domesticated. You'll see. All right. That doesn't explain why it's entertainment. He's like the lion with a thorn in his paw, and the little mouse is going to pull it out. Right, except the little mouse is going to be Dave. Then he loves Dave. Look at Nanette. He's like, look at me. I'm in worse shape than you are. But so it says that Lobo knows that a sign of weakness means death, so he's going to conceal it. Oh, yeah, there's his buddies. What's up, Lobo, showing fear of death? Not me. Now, look, like I said, 27 films he made. The immense profitability I'm reading of the films contributed to the success of Warner Brothers Studios and helped enhance the career of Daryl F. Zanuck. From a screenwriter to a producer to studio executive. So Warner Brothers itself, you know, today who's making Batman films or whatever, owes a lot of debt to the success of this run of, yeah. Now, have you ever seen a movie called Ron Tan Tan, The Dog That Saved Hollywood? Shut stop it, Mike. Don't, no, there, you can't no. fool me. All right. Ron Tan Tan. I saw it at like two of the warnings. Back when they had like the late movie, they showed it, and I just couldn't believe what I was watching. But Check yeah, this out, a, Mike. There are yeah. only six films left of the original Rin Tin Tin from fourteen eighteen War. Only six of them exist because they mean? didn't they know they had a gold mine. They didn't know they had something to save or preserve. It's like okay, that they, movie. they threw yeah. it out. They recorded over it. No, you can't do that with film. <laughs> It's silent film. What do you know? You can hear the old movie in there. Oh, look at that. Dog's playing football. You can hear, like, Lobo goes to college. You got any blank tape? Well, yeah. Here, you can record over this tin tin. I don't care. You got any ribbon I could tie up this birthday present? Uh, Uh, Here's some some film. I've got some (laughs) old red tin tin film. Red tin tin saves Christmas. Yeah, whatever. It's March, buddy. Give it to me. And tin tin was like, hey, Vern. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why you would give a present birthday present Easter look at him he's really hurt yeah he really is uh, of course he's not he's acting uh, it's a trick you know but but in the movie he's really hurt he's and he's hurt. basically going to die look how he falls off this cliff by a mistake you better get a rinse and tetanus shot <laughs> you gotta get a rinse and tetanus you don't want rinse and tetanus Oh, how long has the 
Warner Brothers made money off a wounded dog. Oh my, that's not fair. It's a story. He's not wounded in real life. Oh, I keep forgetting the silent movies are are not real life. <laughs> now look in the soundtrack, you hear the. Let me put it up. The dog falling? Woo. Yeah. You hear him getting hurt. Now Dave says, hmm, it must be raining cats and dogs. Oh, just a dog. He goes, Lobo. Dog day afternoon. Well, I was waiting for it to. The dog's supposed to be like whining right now. It's making a liar at him. Lobo? I know two famous people in these parts, Lobo the Wolf and Rocky the Squirrel. <laughs> and you're not Rocky. You're not Rocky. You must be Lobo. I Lobo, remember I the dog going, There he is. There we go. Can you hear what it? Is it Lobo? Yeah. So they did that in the soundtrack. Okay, oh, it, so adds, it adds to the movie. What's that Basically, logo? Jimmy fell down the well. Dave is what about is that Lassie? Jimmy fell down the well. Yeah. So Dave, you know, sees that he's hurt, sees that he's not a threat, and instead of like kill him and get the reward or something, he decides that he will help Lobo. Well, you know, Dave, he's brave. He's no chicken tender, but. <laughs> he's no chicken tender foot he's got two Hollywood stars walk on the Hollywood Walk of Fame but for TV for, for music and movies right it's film film and TV film and TV so there was a Red Tin TV show no no this this guy Charles Farrell oh, Dave Weston yeah give me a fucking break that guy got two Hollywood stars yeah. how many did Rinton get one Get Rinchinton uh, got one, and that guy got two. I don't know if Rinchinton got any. My research didn't tell me that. Oh, I know. Listen, man, there, there's got to be like Lassie on the Walk of Fame. Okay, so this guy, um, film actor, silent era of twenties and thirties, later a television actor, best recalled for his on-screen romances with actress Janet Gaynor. I don't know. In, in a bunch of dozen films, including Seventh Heaven, Street Angel, and Lucky Star. I don't know. Later in his life, on TV in the 1950s sitcom, My Little Marjorie, and he played himself on the Charles Farrell show. He played himself? Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, only an idiot would get two stars on the Walk of Fame. <laughs> well, Hello, like, for film and one for TV. He but he was mayor of Palm Springs. He was active in business and civic affairs in Palm Springs, California, serving as a time for as its mayor. Kidding me. You, they must have mocked the guy, right? If if Reagan had to hear Bonzo jokes in California, <laughs> I'm sure he hear first hear Rintin Tin jokes. Was he a Republican? Because only Republicans play against animals. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, wow. This is going to hurt, Tin. Okay. I think it's still the same paw. Okay. I've seen this film four times. This is my really? fourth. I've seen it three times, and I'm watching it with you now. And yeah. I don't notice that the, the IMDB says it's a continuity error. And then 
one of those websites, you know, when you get deep into the research, like page 10 of Google, right? it confirms that it's, they switch paw at one, switch paws at one point, but I don't <sighs> notice it. You just poured iodine straight from the bottle. Right? That must have been like 1880s iodine. Dang. I hate you, Doc. You're not a veterinarian. Yeah, you're no vet. You're a veteran of World War One. I'm a, I, <laughs> yeah, this is no way to treat a vet. All right, there you go, boy. Speaking of tender foot, your foot's going to be tender. Do yeah. that. <laughs> Good one, Mike. He needs a cone so he doesn't bite it. I just put those those stitches in. You need a cone so you don't uh, bite it. This him. is 1925. They had yet to invent the cone. They had yet to. Imagine a world where the dog cone wasn't invented yet. <laughs> never mind that Archimedes invented the cone. Like, right? Yeah, but he never connected a dog to it. Good point. Good point. Oh, see, he said, I guess you're a tenderfoot too. Right. That's too. right. So it's difficult riffing comedies because they always say the same joke. But you said it first, so I, I give writing credit, Mike Spiegelman. Yeah, but you've seen this movie four times. Did he give you a heads up? No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Who no, this is the fourth time I've seen it. No, I knew the tenderfoot joke. Uh, tenderfoot joke was made, but I didn't think to. Okay, now look. Yeah. Because of what happened, he puts boots on him. Weird. And, and he follows him around flowers. And Alki will think that's so damn funny. And May will be like, be nice. <laughs> is that the darnest thing I've ever seen? Look at Alki. And that, see, the, now May will laugh because it is kind of funny. But then she'll be like, oh, stop it. You behave. You be nice. You don't like – I don't know why you don't like Alki Bill, why he rubs you the wrong way. Well, it isn't that he rubs you the wrong way. He's just not funny. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe he was just learning his games. You know, like uh, this is the first Rin Tin Tin. Is this the first Rin Tin Tin movie? Uh, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it might be Alki's Bill's first. Okay. They call it the 1418 War, not World War, not the Great War. I don't know why. But anyway, it was 1918 he was found, um, and this is 1925, so he's way trained by wow, now. Yeah. I don't know if this is the first one. Oh, yeah, he was in the sequel to 1917, 1918, where they oh, have, like, really? the uh-huh. That was. What are you going to do with that dog? I'm going to take him to Hollywood. They, they, they was still filmed. It was still the same shot. They. They started filming in 1917, and they... Yeah. You're right. It was a single take, and then the sequel discontinued it. I did see 1917, and it really was kind of interesting how they the movie opened up, and you just never cut away. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I got I to gotta check it okay, out. Okay, well, I'll library. just give you a hint. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, the Germans lose, okay? <laughs> FYI, the Germans lose. Listen, I don't want to know Spoiler. who wins, and I don't want to know what year this movie takes place. That's all okay. I'm asking. Spoiler. Okay, the movie's called 1917. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. Which is it? Is it 19 or is it 17? Yeah. Oh. Okay, see, it says, I haven't studied a full detective course for nothing. 
So that means that there were detectives. Tinkertons. Now look, they're going to disguise him with an old-timey beard. From his uh, detective. Yeah. See, he's old-timing it. (laughs) This is is ridiculous. Right. And now he's going to go to town, and no one's going to see that it's Rin Tin Tin. Because he's got old-timey beard. When we watched uh, Bonzo go to college last week, yeah. I had this weird moment where I really started to hate the whole concept of films oh. because there was these two gamblers who like right. snuck a different monkey in there to yeah. game up the odds for college football. And I yeah. said, this is the most ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. So again, I'm getting this moment of deja vu watching a dog with a beard. <laughs> and everyone's fooled that it's not yeah, a not wolf. Rid- it's not Lobo. It's not Lobo because no. Lobo doesn't have a beard. No. We're getting by great. Nobody recognizes him. Oh, uh, this Stop is out. Loco. You're you're thinking of Lobo. This is Loco. <laughs> this is Loco. That it's also Spanish, but it's okay. Now look, those horses aren't fooled. They think it's a wolf. Yeah. Wow. Wonder what. Not I... like the dummy humans. Those animals, those horses were uh, running off to get their star in the Hall of Fame back in 1925. Now, we're going to have, like, for no reason, no reason, uh, like a comedy bit here with Alki. Alki's going to try to uh, shoplift stuff. And why? Why? He makes a living. He doesn't need to shoplift. I don't know. You got to just imagine, like, Kevin James or Rob Snyder or Dave Spade in this role. Yeah, but those would play into the plot for some reason. This is inexplicable. Watch, he gets his hand. Oh, my hand hurts. That's comedic. My hand hurts. I think Rob Snyder would be funnier in this. He has better timing. Uh, Rob Snyder's never funny at all. Okay, so now he's going to eat coconut. Do you think Rob Snyder's funny? Come on. Now he's. I think he and this guy, Alki Bill, are, are, you know. Agree, agree. He's funnier than Alki Bill. Okay, so look. He eats coconut. No, he pretends he loves it. And then by mistake, he eats soap chips. It's not oh funny. You got, that's pretty funny, Carl, right? Why would they have soap chips, chips next to coconut? They do this joke all the time anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a good store policy. Someone may mistake the soap for coconut. You know, the director and the writer were hard to research because we're going back so many years here. As a matter of fact, I had to learn stuff about the director through learning stuff about his wife even. Um, He directed 125 films between 1917 and 1952. His name's Noel M. Smith. He began his Hollywood career in 1912. He also worked as an assistant director and a second unit director. In the 1920s, he directed several outdoor adventure films with animal stars such as Rin Tin Tin, Klondike, and Silver Streak. And in the following decade, had a contract with Warner Brothers uh, Westerns with Dick Foran. He loved animals. He really did. But he was apparently a really kind of drunken guy. until 1926, he was married to this actress, Louise Fezda. I, I don't know. She was like a pretty cool star of the silent era. But his wife died 
New Year's Eve, December 31, 1952, from alcohol poisoning. And it's her niece who writes a story about how the Hollywood lifestyle caught up with her. Now, Noel, Noel died three years later at age 60. I don't know. I don't know how Noel died, but it seems like it was another, like they were drunks or something. She now, must have check, drank a lot. Yeah, to die of alcohol poisoning? You really got to drink it all like a fish. So here well, she goes. Um she met and became friends with Luis Fazda prior to Luis's divorce with, from Noel Smith, Addie's future husband. Luis and Noel divorced in 1927, and Noel and Addie married about 1930. Luis, Addie, and Noel remained good, good friends. Wow. Throughout the 30s and 40s, it was boom time for Noel's screenwriting and directing career. Addie and Noel were part of the Hollywood life. Parties, overseas trips, lots of travel to scout out places to shoot the next film. Both of them loved animals. Noel was an avid dog trainer. They both loved to ride their horses. So it sounds like these guys were like a great pair of drunks. You know what I mean? They were yeah, like, right. husband and wife, the party never stopped. They loved it. I guess, you know, it's. Well, you know, I didn't take it back. The alcohol poisoning is a serious thing, and and who knows what happened at that party. But yeah, it, just during better days, like summer days, hanging out there in the ranch with a bunch of dogs and yeah. some drinks, having a few sit, a few. Look at his mustache, man! It's old. Well, he ripped it off. He ripped, he threw it off, and then the guy's like, "Wait a minute, that's not that's loco. Right. That's Lobo." That's right. So stupid. So stupid. So May is like, take him out of town and I'll see you later. So May is like the girlfriend who like, Dave is always trying to bed her, but she's a good girl. But at the same time, it doesn't matter that she's a good girl. She loves him and also is attracted to him. Um, well, that's so, good. You're talking about Dave, right? Not Lobo. <laughs> no, no. Lobo that was that is a rumor that was never that never, never confirmed. okay so there's a sandstorm and dave is at may's house so he can't go home in the sandstorm so reluctantly uh his father sam barstow is having him stay okay but look at lobo he misses nanette he wants to you know his family he, he doesn't want to be in the human house he will see nanette again but he is a a dog now look at this quiet my hut my father's in the other room you know we don't want lobo to watch oh lobo's <laughs> not here it's just that dog with the beard right now this is june marlowe may may is june marlowe and she is miss crabtree in our gang in little rascals wow that's so she miss was crabtree how old was miss crabtree in those shorts i remember miss crabtree of course it was well that was 1930 so it's 10 years from now it looks like she's probably in her mid-20s here and she was probably yeah. in her mid-30s there making love to my have you ever seen this tenderfoot making love to my dog oh I, twice a night <laughs> so i was looking it up trying to find what does making love mean it doesn't mean screwing it can't you know that's not what the father's saying he just just well, saying like be sarcastic it might be sarcasm. Look, this look is at this a very serious man, Sam Marlowe. 
Okay, look, there's a string tied to Rin Tin Tin's tail. You can Shut see it. Up. Yeah. Yes. So he <laughs> signals them that dad's coming. Stop kissing. Oh, that dog took a lot of shit. <laughs> now, it's really thin. It's like a it's like a um uh fishing line, but you can He's, see. You know, the Warner Brothers really thought Rin Tin Tin was acting, but in fact, Rin Tin Tin was just remembering World War One. Oh, yes? Yeah, that's why he looks so emotionally engaged. He's reliving the horrors. Uh-huh. If I come back and find them making love, you're fired. What kind of movie are we watching, Carl? This sounds like one of those 60s uh, British right. comedies we making like. making love. Now, um... I said she was Miss Crabtree. That's the case. But she was in a lot of Renton Tin films starring opposite John Barrymore, who was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so that was all 1920s. She was also in Laurel and Hardy's first feature film called Pardon Us. <laughs> so, so she, not yet, but she's going to go on uh, to do some good things. In the movie Pardon Us, starring uh, Laurel and Hardy, who who's who are they referring to? I don't know. In the title. I don't know. Hmm. I guess themselves. Excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. Oh, Laurel, pardon Laurel us. And Hardy. Why would she appear in like Rinton Tin movies? Like, is she a recurring character? Does is there a certain point where he just becomes Rinton Tin? He's not playing characters like Lobo and Loco. Yes, he will. Okay, first of all, I didn't really research anything but this film, so I don't know yeah. his whole yeah. career. I but I, I do know from yeah. bumping into stuff as I researched this one, yeah, he'll become like the the dog of the like F troop kind of fort. Um, Rinton Tin will become he'll play different varied roles. He isn't always Rinton Tin. Like in this movie, he's not Rinton Tin at all. Oh, he's he's Lobo. Yeah. Right. He's just a star, and he, there isn't a like. For instance, whenever you see a Lassie movie, it's always Lassie. Um, yeah, that's right. And that's not the case with Rin Tin Tin. You know, I was surprised when I realized that the family on TV was not Lassie's real family. <laughs> what? Like he was Timmy's not. He doesn't even live with Timmy. And then I was like, man, Hollywood is just mirrors. Right. And then yeah. the next thing you know, the Lassie's mom. Is like Penny's Marsh Penny's mom on Lost in Space. This is cuckoo. This is nuts. Well, that is true. We just saw her in a movie, right? Yeah, she, she looked Lockdown. horrible. That was yeah. um, that was um, lip service. Lip service. Oh no, no, renting lips. Renting, renting lips with uh, yeah. Robert Downey Sr. and Jr. Yeah. And Junior. she looked terrible in that film. She looked so old. Look, the guy's offering a catnip. Okay, so Alki has gotten wise to the fact that the tail is what's letting them know to stop kissing, right? So he's distracting Lobo. It's so like, bad. Look at him pretending to sneak. He's so bad, man. Aha! Aha! The script says I caught you! You're making love. I caught you in... Com even, well... Yeah, see, I see. Yeah. His, look at his. Why is he waving his butt? That it. He was saying that's the tail of the dog, you know. Uh, because I'll give you a kiss if you don't tell dad. It's it's kind of 
terrible. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not nice, right? It's like, right. oh, I'll prostitute myself if, for you to. to oh, look at Red Tintin! You got This is ridiculous. Like, oh, is that? Uh... Is, like as if he would think that May was licking him. But he would have recognized the beard. That's a man. <laughs> arr, 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 arr. I'm bad <laughs> acting. I'm pretending to walk. Get off of me! <laughs> Look, he's got to even pretend to walk with his exaggerated elbow gestures. So he has a he has a comedy class called the Don'ts and Don'ts of Comedy Timing. You yeah, the really Don'ts and Don'ts. <laughs> Come and study the Don'ts and Don'ts with Alki. <laughs> with Alki. Alki, okay, so what's now the most he's important getting real pissed. Comedy? Right. Yeah. Now and he's okay. So, right. The dad will bump into the real kiss. I want to kiss like Dave gets. This is wrong. This is wrong. This, this is the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. The Roaring Twenties huh? were sexy. Dude, he looks like Michael Rappaport. Now watch him get caught. <laughs> <laughs> that went a long way for that joke. Listen, I got to tell you, this uh, Sam Barstow, his name's Will Walling. He was in 60 films between 21 and 32. But, like, I have nothing to say about him because I didn't know any of the titles. I don't know. There's nothing interesting. I mean, she's Mrs. Crabtree, and he's the mayor of Palm Springs. I mean, there's something to talk about. This guy and our enemy, there's nothing to talk about. God, Mayor of Palm Springs. Wasn't we? So, uh, and then uh, Clint Eastwood was the mayor of Carmel. Was he? I don't know. Yeah, he was. Well, I believe you. All the, the Dirty Harry movies started taking place in uh, Carmel. He would like drive out there in the second half of the film. Oh, because Dirty Harry was San Francisco. Right, right. But then, like, some of them, the ones with Sandra Locke, like later on, like uh, the famous one from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Make My Day one. Like he just he skips town and goes out to to like Joshua Tree. I gotta let you know that Alki was born in San Francisco, so thanks for nothing. What do you see? So you're digging you only dig New Jersey comedy scene, right? The San Francisco comedy scene. You're like, Alki Bill, he sucks. What a hack. Sucks, man. No, but I mean, he was not a. Com- yes, he was, but he wasn't a stand-up. But he's just okay. So he's suspicious of Horton. He's suspicious that he's going to jump his claim. So he's going to go out, even though it's a fucking sandstorm, and and hammer down his claim now. Why? Why? And also, hammering down his claim means putting a sign up that says, I claim this. It's dumb. Yeah, the sign will blow away. Yes. Isn't there like a cleaning company called Borax? I know uh, yeah, something like that. It's something Jeez. like that. I'm not sure, but oh, he's look at this—a dead animal. I'm so excited! Can't wait to eat it. <laughs> now he's gonna bump into again his uh, old girlfriend, his the mother of his children, his puppies. And this one, oh right, yeah, good. Now this film is written by a guy named Charles Logue, L-O-G-U-E, Logue. Lagoo. And he's another one. It's just hard to find any information because so many years have passed. Nobody knows anything. We should be grateful they're even credited in these movies. Yeah. And they probably just know it from the credits. 
But I did find out he, uh, he he was born in Boston. He graduated from Boston College. He became a reporter for New York World and New York Tribune. He started as a screenwriter in the 1910s. Wow. Uh, he directed three films himself during 1920s. The screenplays he wrote were mostly B-movies. He's known for overseeing the screenplay for Todd Browning's Dracula film. Sure. Yeah, good movie. He died at age 49 in Venice Beach, California. There's a story there. <clears throat> when you die at 49 and in Venice Beach, there's a story. You think there's a story? Well, I think it was like another alcohol poisoning party thing. Who knows? I mean, who knows what happened to the guy? Right. I mean, it could have been he got hit by a car. I don't know. But if you're talking about Venice Beach, right, and you're talking about 49 – which is kind of early to go. Right. You know, he didn't get hit by a trolley car. I don't know what happened, but... Got hit by a rollerblader. Yeah, right. It wasn't a roller skater. It was a rollerblader. Uh-oh. He lost his gun. Look at that. What a jackass. <laughs> and he's got a donkey, too. So that's uh. Nanette. And he's like, hey... Boy, you remember me? Hey, girl, what's up? Yeah. How are our kids? It's like, I forgive you. You can come home now. Right. By the way, his booties are off, implying that He's that scene with Nanette was filmed earlier. Maybe they will. Do the boots pop up later in this movie? Uh, the, we'll ever, since, ever since he's domesticated, he wears the boots. I admitted that she did one day. You know, Nanette was uh, contracted for another film, so they only had one day with her. Oh, I see. So they Look, shot they shot a fourteen gone. hour day. Look, staked out by That's Dave it. Weston. What... Look, it says nineteen twenty five. It's not and earlier. Before... It so says nineteen twenty five. Yeah. Why doesn't anybody have a car? Why are they still out there in the, the claiming borax? Well, that makes sense. Uh, no, there should be no more land available. The Borax okay. Company takes over. Big Borax. I lost my No, no, no. Right. It was definitely a lots of uh, – think about it. Like, for instance, lots of things were rural and separated and unknown. It wasn't until I, Eisenhower really made the highways happen that this country – got in touch with itself you could go to anywhere you wanted i mean if you wanted to go to the joshua tree you had to you know get off of some highway and then take some donkey cart you know what i mean like you had to go from town to town and get supplies i mean it wasn't like you could just go anywhere you wanted until we had a highway system Carl, he ruined the guy's plan. He he lifted the sign off the ground, out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, but Dave's no fool, man. He made a fist. He's mad. Yeah, you don't you don't bring uh, a fist to a gunfight. He's shot. You don't bring a fist to a gunfight. Woof woof. That sounds like my owner being shot in the yeah. That's the right. So he leaves Nanette's side, and look how far he's traveling and jumping Jeez. from cliff to cliff because he heard the gunshot. Right. He's just happy to be out of the trenches. Oh! Now Horton has lost his little piece of paper. That paper's important. He'll get it back. The claim, the claim paper, right? 
Now look how he threw Rin Tin Tin. Right, the claim taper. Bam, he shot Yo, him. The dog. Jesus Christ. But I but he doesn't shoot the dog. The dog's faking because the dog's a person. Oh, you, the dog is faking. Yep. Is that a thing? That's the dog has a brain. He's got a cerebellum. He's just like you and me. He's got a frontal lobe, this dog. The dog's like, Grandma, is that you? What are you doing in this farm? Okay, so he fooled him. Right. Uh, Horton awesome. thinks he shot Rin Tin Tin. So he ran off. But Rin Tin Tin's going to have... You see how he's got the booties on again, you see? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that's how he survived World War One? He just played possum. <laughs> don't speak, Dave. Don't talk. Don't, don't speak. Don't speak. What movie don't. is that? Don't speak. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was it was like a overly dramatic woman. The guy wasn't going to talk, and she's like, "Don't speak." <laughs> well, this uh, Richard Tin won an Oscar for this film. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> this was ghostwritten by Rintintin himself. I drag human cross Yuka. Try to trick me with that Rintonton. Can't fool me. No, Carl, seriously, there's a really bad movie. It's a parody of old Hollywood. It has a bunch of stars from the old old age. It's called Rintonton. No! Augustine's Hollywood. I saw it on TV 20 years ago, <laughs> 2 in the morning, and I tuned it out and I never seen it again. It has, I think it, it, has it was a, a dream if it was two in the morning. Listen, it has opening credits like the love boat, but instead of saying Jimmy Walker and the village people, it had like you know this <laughs> old guy. Uh, now Alky, look, I gotta no. interrupt you. I gotta interrupt you. Yeah. Now look, he just drank the last sip of his canteen, so he puts a note to May. I'm injured. Follow Lobo. And he's telling Lobo, because Lobo's a human being, can understand English. He goes, go find her, go find May. And May will know to come and, you know, follow Lobo back. Lobo shows up with a calendar. Listen, no, 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 May the person. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> you dumb dog. What? Can you understand? Uh, hello? I'm sorry. Hello? This dog got me. No, that's June. What? I did June. I told you to ring no. May. That's April, damn it. Damn it, April. Oh, this it's autumn. That's not even the right oh. that's not even the right season. Noel. That's Noel. That's not even close. Now this film was lost. It was lost, but they found just, yeah, it had been transferred onto 16 millimeter in the 50s to be shown on television. Um, wow. So that's all they had is this crappy 16 millimeter thing that wasn't any good. But a 35 millimeter print was found in South Africa, restored in 2003. That's so cool. Yeah, because yeah. it looks really good. This this print for being almost 100 years old. A copy nitrate projection print of the film was found somewhat compromised state in South Africa repatriated through the American Film Institute to the Library of Congress. Heavy scratches on the print were minimized in 2003. They yeah. did pre preservation on the film, and Congress selected it for preservation in the National Film Registry in 2004. DVD reproduction of the film was copied at 22 frames per second 
from the 35 millimeter print preserved and free mostly of the scratches. The it's so print funny too. Is seven reels long. We, we, you know, we're, we're celebrating the, the films that went into the public domain, and I had no idea what a lot of these films were. And when I saw Curse of the Wolves, I kind of rolled my eyes, like, yeah, you know, it sounds like dry as hell shit. And then it was like, no, it stars Rinted Tin, buddy. Your luck. <laughs> it's a Rinted Tin movie. So look, Horton is about to go away on the horse, and Rinted Tin has the idea, I'll go to the top of the hotel and jump on him. Right, but he can't get so up there because his booties, his booties. So I'll untie the my laces with my mouth. Right, and meanwhile Horton's like out front, going, "I'm just waiting for Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> I'm about to go well, away on my horse, but I haven't been jumped on yet." Well, so my I'll brother just and I would wait. call that a. My brother and I would call that a Jewish goodbye. They're probably still at the door, you know. Talking. Oh, like, it's been a great party. I'll see you later. Yeah, you bet. It was really good. Yeah, I really had a good time. You never leave. Yeah, I understand. Look, he's still lum da dum da dum. Where is oh, Rin Tin Tin? Okay, so Rin Tin Tin now he can run up without oh, they can do it. Jumps off the Rose Hotel and they fight again. Like every That's scene. Point of view. Every scene. What? Every scene they fight. Yeah, he's really throwing the dog. <laughs> That's his Brendan Fraser and uh Look at him. He kicks him. I mean, he literally does. He rolls on him. Yeah. So everyone well, comes out and they're like, Lobo, Lobo. Meanwhile, no one's helping the man. No, I would not go near Lobo at all. Are you kidding? That's Lobo. That whole scene no, it, would like must have been like six days of work for a regular stunt dog, right? He, he had to climb up a slippery yes. slope in booties, and he had to untie his booties, and then he had to run up the slope. And then he had to jump human. on top of a roof, and then he had to jump on a guy on a horse, and then he had to kick the guy's I ass. I think he said that was Loco to go over there, but it's clearly not Loco. Loco has a beard and wears boots. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was saying that it was just crazy. It was Loco. I wasn't referring oh, to the beard. I can see the confusion. Yeah. Whatever happens to Loco? <laughs> no, actually, Loco is Lobo. He was just wearing a disguise. You didn't know that? You no, Carl, Carl, Lobo is clean shaven. <laughs> Look how they shoot in town with all the bystanders could absolutely get hit. You don't think there could be anyone beyond that fence, right? It makes perfect sense. They're Someone trying to in shoot their house. Dog, that's all. It's a straight dog. That's why they're shooting at him. Doesn't matter who's around. So they all go, here's some horses. Oh, I remember that bridge. May and him and the dog. Oh, they're, he's following them, so they're going to go over to see Dave. Uh, no, no. They're just trying to kill Lobo. They don't know about Dave. Nobody does. But there oh, is a they... note on the back of the canteen, and May's about oh, to discover gonna... it. But she doesn't so flip it over. She goes, duh, is this your canteen? Duh. Oh, he sees and he goes, oh, yes, it is, ma'am. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, see, all that for nothing. Yeah, the there's no job. payoff to the message. Yeah. Man, you train an animal to do that and you don't even follow through. <laughs> there's the bad hey, what's guy. What's he going with that water flask? Huh. Bravo Lobo. Yeah, this fucking Dave's got to go because I already filed his claim papers. 
But when they get there and then there's nobody there, they're like, Dave's not here, man. <laughs> now, when I first saw this the first time, I was like, Dave is a wussy, man. Dave is a wussy. But I was wrong. Dave acts like a wussy, and then he totally attacks uh, uh, Horton. So I stand corrected the first time I ever saw this. Okay, Lobo comes back under the cover of night because he's a human. He knows to come at night. Well, he, he's also half – he's half human, half, half wolf. wolf, and half, half dog. dog. So look, he has the intellect of a dog. Do you look, he's a human. He goes, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> look at that fake paw. Look at that. Excuse me. Excuse me, babe. But didn't you oh. read that placard? He has the intelligence of a dog. He has dog intelligence. Yeah. He's got a frontal lobe, <laughs> this dog. He knows English. <laughs> Watch yeah. him. Whoa! Surprise! Surprise. Murder oh. threw me in the window. God damn it, it's Lobo. I'm a lug-headed fool, so I'll just shoot him. Oh my god. With the gun or the rifle I have next to me. <laughs> that was the day, man. What what? Did you need a gun in your fucking living room? Uh I, I yeah. don't make it like yeah. I think yeah. it's a good thing or something, but yeah, they had guns all the time. They had guns. It was for hunting and for defense and i don't think yeah. it's good i don't think it's good it's just a fact there were absolutely guns so we have this place in pennsylvania and if you go there everybody has a gun everyone's got like a hunting rifle and um like a a, a pistol that's like a 22 or something cheap everybody does and we don't but i'm saying it's just they're toys, man. They're toys. You know why people have these guns, Mike? Because they like them. They're they're fun. It's not. They say, yeah, oh, no, it's I get protection. That. It's for fun. They like shooting. I don't know. But why like, do you think it's in the movie? Accent the point. Like, let's get that dog out of here. Why that dog annoys me? <laughs> Pew. No, they think he's like a wolf like, who's gonna eat the cattle. They think he's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was an exciting scene when they were shooting at the dog. Okay, so Horton knows that Lobo knows where is Dave. So Lo so Horton is following the footprints, okay? Now, uh, Rinton Tin is a human being, so he knows Dave will probably need some water. So I'll get another canteen from his shed and fill it with water. He's a person. Oh, He's a person. Ew, and he has his dog mouth and paw in that water Yeah, hole. and it's a mud. Here you go, Dave. Go, Dave. <laughs> I fetched it. I'm drinking water fetched from a dog. Usually yeah, I fetch you water. Dog saliva. <laughs> the worst. So gooey. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so here comes uh, Horton, and he's going to find Dave. Now, Dave cowers like a wussy, but then I'm wrong. Dave will totally attack Horton. You know, the last bunch of dogs I saw drooling were your dogs. They, your dogs are droolers. The the lap dogs? I don't think so. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you mean on my 50th birthday when you were here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't. Anyway. Uh, right, well, I, look, there's many dogs, and they have saliva in the uh, cor of the back of their mouth, the corner of their mouths, you know? The, right, the, sure, sure. Right, and uh, my dogs aren't – my dogs don't have drippies. They're – they're, they're um, 
they're King Charles Cavaliers. They're they're not that kind of dog. They're lap dogs. They're uh, spaniels. They don't drool. All right, so Dave's hiding because he knows the claim jumper is gonna uh, right. is gonna shoot him. Right. Horton, boom! Now, Rinton Tin hears that, yeah, and he's gonna he come, and we'll just have yet another scene of him fighting with Horton, like we always do. But, but he, he 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 pulls punches when he fights. He doesn't bite him. Look, see, I'm wrong. Dave totally kicks Horton's ass here. Yeah, right. He's pretty brave. My Borax. Yeah. You gotta kill a man. He dropped the canteen. I know, after all that water. See, another thing. That canteen goes nowhere. What a red herring. Right. It went nowhere with the note. It went nowhere with the water. Yeah. If they took the canteen out of this movie, would you miss it? I guess we would miss some scenes where it was vital, but no. Boy, they messed this whole film up, man. There's so many plots and comedic twists, and there's so many uh, dramatic things they didn't take advantage of. It's it's a dumb film. We're just going to see this over and over, fighting with Rin Tin Tin. Look at how important yeah, he's just ass. Whoa. It wasn't a stuffed <laughs> animal. It could have been. This is just the dog playing around, right? He's like, oh, you're a good boy. I mean, ooh, oh, no, ouch. Right. I don't know, that dog probably got hurt. Smart, sniffing him out. So now we have more, like, pointless stuff. They're like, what happened? Yeah, the wolf attacked me. And he goes, where did he go? And he wants to go, he went that way to get him away from Dave. But then they oh, right. see Rin Tin Tin. So there's no point to his lie and setup. I don't get it. He's trying, it's it's the show that he wants him out of there. There's that dog. Is he going to do another jump? No, he's gonna, they're going to see his shadow and chase him, and we're just going to have a long chase scene, just like we did before when horses are chasing Lobo. So they're going to chase Lobo and not the other way around. Right. And when will Lobo get to chase them and shoot at them? No, he just chases Horton. Certainly wouldn't shoot. They don't, have, they don't make guns that uh, paw can activate. 1925, they didn't have guns for dogs. No. Is that what you're telling me? Right. A gun couldn't even pull the chain of a cannon, right? Yeah. Like, if there was a gun in which you could, like, you know, had a foot pedal, and you could step on it. Bang! <laughs> but they don't even make that. Oh, man. That is a big gorge. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Oh. He ate he so many rocks until he was gorged. He's gonna jump! Oh, you dumb dog. Boom, Rinton Tin! What, you, you wussies aren't gonna jump? I don't even want to know how they made this movie. I'm just gonna assume that it was magic. Oh, this is all real stuff. I mean, he was a stunt dog. That was a mighty big gorge. Yeah, it was gorgeous. <laughs> now, May just sort of stumbles upon Dave. But Dave's not in the same spot, right? Dave was inside? Dave was in the cave, but he came out when when Horton 
I don't know. Horton ran away because of Rin Tin Tin. I'm not sure how he got outside. Gotcha. Now, this is dumb. This, he, 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 I don't know. He just tells her to get on the horse and he's going to take her away from Dave and leave Dave to die or something. I don't know. It's Borax. No, no. His name's Horton. The Borax is the mineral that they're claiming he's making the claim. No, but, he has his, but his nickname is Borax. Yes, it's his middle name. It's uh, something Borax. Okay, you're right, though. You probably saw it on, on a placard. Let me look here. Very nice. Yeah, it says Borax. William Borax Horton. William Borat Horton. Borax. Mm -hmm. Horton. Mm -hmm. Borax. Uh, his name is Pat Harrington, and he appeared in 72 films between 1904. Nine and 1940, he directed 14 films between 1911 and 1919. And the thing is, I know his whole filmography. It's just that it's like nothing interesting. It's but it's nothing you and I would ever know. It's like yeah, bad luck for Timmy. You know, the 909 train to Boxville. It's like all these well, titles that mean nothing to us. Well, look, he's doing like the Aquaman thing where he calls all the fish to go chase after the bad guys. Yes, he howled to his wolf brethren who wolf aren't Pack. like, you ran away from us. There's Bradley Cooper. There's Zach Galifianakis. There's Ed Helms. The wolf now, pack. May will just fall off the fucking horse, you yeah. know, for no reason except that well, the wolves won't eat her. You'll see. She probably did. She fall off on purpose, like she. Ugh. Yeah, she. That looks like it hurts. Yeah. And then, like Rin Tin Tin shows up and she gives Rin Tin Tin a big hug. Okay, we want you to roll off a horse and then hug a dog and go. Uh, roll him. Roll him. Oh, that was uh, good, May. Can you try it again? No. <laughs> a little less blood. Look at the wolves. Don't eat May. Yeah. But they will absolutely eat Horton. But the director will make it happen behind a bush so we don't see it. Shut up. Did he eat Horton's horse too? <laughs> yes. Now, this uh, cost $89,000 to make, but they made $270,000 off of it. You can see wow. why it's like, you know, they got them success. Brothers. I have, do you think HBO Max has a bunch of Rent and Tin movies we can watch? I think that there aren't so many. I mean, there there's only six left of this Rent and Tin, but there's plenty yeah. of the TV shows and stuff. Yeah, Rent and Tin Christmas. Think about it, man. They tripled their money, you know? Yes. I mean, if it there's approximately 90 grand to make, times three is 270. Right. Plus, you get to eat all those wolves afterwards. Like yeah. it's it's a very now, cost efficient movie. They're eating Horton. See his hand. Yeah, there's his hand. And oh, his hat. They're eating him to death. And then it's like, yay, Rinton Tin! You murdered the bad guy. He was oh. gonna kill us in cold blood, but now he won't. Thank you, Rinton Tin. What was your Rin secret? Rinton Tin. We killed him because we're the his good guys. His little rocket goes up and down. Wolf heart or human heart are ever the same when yeah. love rules. That's right, because Rin Tin Tin's a human. And he, he loves Nanette, and Dave and May love each other. Oh, look, there they are. Yeah, and they're, they're on a boat. Right, they had sex because there's the puppies. 
but there's no Dave and May don't have any puppies. Dude, why can't those little puppies be on the boat? Why must they be in a bucket? Well, we have our standards. No, they're just doing that to be cute. Yeah, it's a little... I guess a, it's a movie. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, you know, your neighbors would say something. Carl, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I'm just taking the puppies out for a little bu- uh, tub ride. Da, 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 da. The end. A Warner Brothers classic of the screen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's the studio where they made it. We had just watched Class of the Wolves, Rin Tin Tin's early masterpiece, uh, now in the public domain with the copyright formula of the year 1925. Carl, what do you think of the movie? I think it sucked. I hated it. I think that they missed out on so many opportunities. Like, for instance, what if it wouldn't it be better if like Dave wanted the reward for Lobo, but then you know May was like, well, you got to fix his foot before you bring him to the people, you know. So then he started to fix his foot, and like, you know, like Dave fell in love with the dog, and maybe the dog did something to save Dave. You know what I mean? It would have made so much better a movie if he had grown, or like the Borax claim, like, okay, it's for money. Like, why do you need the claim? Maybe it could have been like, with this Borax, I now I have enough money that you and I could get married. I, I can make a living right. and we can make a life for each other. I can prove myself to your father. We can ha- start a family. No, none That's of that. Point. They missed so many opportunities in this film. Uh, and also... This dumbass Alki. Oh, God. For, I, okay, I'm I'll not... stop hating on him. Let me put it this way then. There was no point to his little comedic bits. They could have served the plot somehow, you know? Um, right. Anyway, they just fumbled the ball with this. Meanwhile, they spent 90 grand and they made that over twice. So. I, but then again, there weren't many choices, right? You're going to the movies, whatever they're showing. You know, I don't know. I think this movie really was did not live up to its potential. It could have been so much better, and the music sucked. <laughs> and, wow. And, well, damning words. Yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I have to say, like what? for a listen, I don't know who Rin Tin Tin is from your Lassies, from your uh, Garfields, from your. Marmadukes or whatever, uh-huh. and you know the little history about World War One and watching him play a separate character and then watching him fight like, you know, it's exciting stuff. I'm I was really I really enjoyed it. I would recommend it. And I'm a big Alki Bill fan. My favorite movie is oh. Alki Bill and <laughs> Costello. You see that one? Yeah, the Keystone Cops. They meet the Keystone Cops. I never saw it. I got to tell you this. Uh, this uh, okay. All right, never mind. <laughs> okay. I think well, you're not a big fan. I think he was telling me that to push my buttons because he was so no, not funny. You, you call it Abacasella meets the Keystone Cops. I call it Alki Bill meets Laurel and uh, okay. Abacasella. Imagine, imagine if Buster Keaton had played the Alki Bill parts. Exactly the same script, right? We would have believed oh. it. We would have been laughing. This guy sucks. He's no Balky, I'll give you that one. The don'ts and have... don'ts of comedic acting. Start, you know, the master class. Alky Bill. Well, speaking of comedic timing, uh, we should uh, 
We'll be back next week. We're here every Sunday. Of course, we stream first on Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on MutinyRadio.fm, where you're joining us. Stay tuned. Usually after the show, uh, Pam Benjamin puts on a comedy show. So, uh, well worth listening. But we want you to subscribe, and we want you to watch us next week. Listen to us next week, Carl. We're going to continue with public domain movies. And uh-huh. Speaking of comedic timing... Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, Harold Lloyd and Buster Keaton movies are in the public domain, so we're going to do one of my favorite uh, Harold Lloyd movies uh, with some crazy jokes. Uh, it's called Seven Chances. Okay. And it's from 1925. It just went into the public domain. We know it as the 1999 movie The Bachelor. So I don't know, Carl, if you want to play the trailer to The Bachelor. No. Or do you just is want that to... what you want to do? We can do it. It's just that it's not. And we're not going to watch it. But we're going to watch. Yeah. Seven chances. Okay, so clearly there's no trailer for it. Is that the number seven or the word seven? The the word seven. Okay. Seven chances. Do you want me to oh, reenact the Seven chances to get married, right? Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I've seen this movie a lot of times, and I have a lot to say about this film. Uh, Harold Lloyd is great in it. He ha- to get a million dollars, he has to get married by the end of the day. Oh, that's a nice plot. That's an interesting plot. Okay, so it's only it's only an hour. It's fifty six yeah. minutes and forty nine seconds. Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's do a fake trailer. All right. In a world yeah. where you have seven chances. Silent movies for Go ahead, keep going. I'll, I'll Would you it. like a million dollars? Well, I'm only giving it to you if you get married. Oh, great granddad. Oh, I better run. Do, 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 do. Excuse me, madam. Can Would you like to marry me? Get out of your way, you bud. The second one was a crazy. Will he ever anyway, find true love? Wow. Will he ever be chased throughout San Francisco by thousands of women in bridesmaid costumes? Seven chances. Harold Lloyd. A bunch of women. Seven chances. All right. Well, that was the trailer. Yay. For seven chances. Uh, a pretty crazy comedy from Harold Lloyd, uh, now in the public domain, and we're celebrating that by uh, playing that. By well, watching it, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm a huge Rin Tin Tin fan now. Move over, uh-huh. Tin Tin. There's a new Tin Tin in my book, Rin Tin Tin. That's, well, the guy who found him actually had a stutter. His name's Rin Tin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did people, you, you don't bring up any of that stuff. Well, it's too embarrassing. It was very embarrassing to say, like, you have a stutter. I mean, he was very sensitive. So they just named the film Rin Tin Tin, so as to not offend him. Uh, I'm still trying to find Ron Tan Tan to prove you right. Prove you wrong. Okay, okay. Well, let's Google it. Ron Tan Tan. That's so dumb. Ron Tan Tan. That... Saved. Oh, did T H A N T H A N? Does that sound right? It's a last mm-hmm. name. It's a, it's a um, it's a, a Hindu la, Hindi last. It's an Indian last name. Ron Wanton Tan, the dog that saved Hollywood, nineteen seventy six. Available to watch. Uh, 
you want to play that trailer and we'll call it a day? Uh, I guess we could. There is no, Ron Tan Tan, and the guy's playing the Tom Tom. No, no, it's one. It's one Tom Tom. Like but you, that, and then it's not even Rin Tin Tin. I know. You're not proving me wrong. All right, never mind. All right, well. Good. Uh, <laughs> okay, you want to play? No, uh, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready to wrap this up. People can find me under about a foot of snow here in Jersey. Uh, you guys know. Just go to carlsucks.com. It has not been updated since the quarantine began. I don't know what to say. I will be at Scotty's for a guest spot next Saturday. Woohoo! Very nice. Yeah. That's my right, career. Well, sounds good. Uh, I am, I'm slowly doing Zoom shows, but I have nothing going on. Uh, all right. Well, that's terrific. Carl, no Savage Henry, no. Uh, yeah, the Savage Henry. Uh, the new issue is right. Mulligans. And I have a piece in that, and that should be out. Uh, is that a golf term? February. Yeah, right. We need okay. a do-over. The do-over. Oh, right. Okay, okay, okay. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I really enjoyed Rin Tin Tin. I'm a huge fan. He was amazing in Lobo, and he was robbed for not getting any Oscars from for that performance. You know, he was really in character. He was insufferable <laughs> during that whole shoot because he was Lobo. He wasn't Rin Tin Tin. Right. And, uh, you had to talk to him in character. He kept in character yeah. while they weren't filming. You know, he had a protege, Lassie, and he betrayed him, and that made Lassie go to drink. So, you know, he he's an important uh, dog his character, but I enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with Seven Chances with Harold Lloyd, the latest uh, public domain movie. I hope you guys have a great week. Stay safe. Uh, enjoy your February, and we'll see you next week. Carl. Let's watch a movie on YouTube. Michael Spiegelman. Let's watch a It's Tuesday. It's uh, Fat Tuesday. And uh, uh, Fat Tuesday means Wednesday is uh, dry. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name. All over the land. Yes, yes, yes. It's Black History Month. Well, why? Uh, third show in, man. Uh, I'm getting. It's getting rave reviews. You know, the the harshest critics have accepted 
my sets uh, the first two. So we got a uh, we got a good I got a big old chunk of music. Um, it's gonna be good. I don't know. I may be taught. I apologize for not uh, communicating much the last couple weeks, but um, God, you know, sometimes when you're feeling the music, it's just like, well, what am I gonna do? Just come here and start jabbering. So those are kind of a gift uh, to all of us who like to listen to like long stretches of good music. So. Uh, you know, it's bug out square. It's unalgorithmicable. It's beyond the math. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Vigilante man, why does a vigilante man carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land. We were snatched from our native land. Herded like cattle onto the stifling slave ships. Tossed rudely onto the shores of the new world. We who spoke Igbo, Hausa, and Ipik were forced to learn our master's native tongue. Our tribal customs that we had followed for centuries were outlawed. The order of the day was to follow the whims of our master. Learn and speak only his language. Worship only his God. Imitate only his culture. Learn what he wanted us to learn. This, this was, was the, the curriculum, curriculum of, of the, the black, black man's first school in America. Run, 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 but you sure can't hide. 
South Carolina said, whatever happened to the protests and the raging? Whatever happened to the voices of the saying? Whatever happened to the people who gave a damn? Didn't that just apply to dying in the jungle of Vietnam? Said the building a great big factory down in South Carolina and the trains will roll across country with their cargo behind them and they could take a million lives, my brother. I need I remind you that they got no respect for human life in South Carolina said whatever happened to the protests and the rain and whatever happened to the voices of the same
I'm going down in Louisiana. Baby, behind the sun. I'm going down in Louisiana. Honey, behind the sun. You know, I just find out my trouble just begun. I'm going down in New Orleans, get me a mojo hand. Down in your alone, get me a mojo hand. Oh, take me with you, man, when you go. I want to show all you good looking women just how to treat your man. Let's go back to New Orleans, boys.
something. Ain't I'm clean. Show him how. 